Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the kachat it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what's up with cars i'm lucas southworth and i'm john bishop and we're going to the chapel and we're gonna get married john do you hear that what's that church bells i hear those church bells are ringing uh i'm not actually getting married out of church though so that's fair i also did not or at a chapel, so uh, disregard all of that, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, I got married in a movie theater. It's true. I was there. He was. Yes, he was. <laughs> this is our episode about weddings because I'm engaged, and it's most of what I talk about, except when I'm talking about house hunting. But let me tell you, these days I'd rather be talking about weddings because house hunting sucks. See, that's an interesting thing to clarify. Is like. Oh, this is all I talk about now. And that's true for, like, my kids, basically. But I don't know why I said my kids. Uh, my wife is pregnant, but I think I was referring to Gianna as the other one, mm. which is not the case. Um, but, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I don't talk that much, though, is the thing. Fair enough, yeah. So, like, all I talk about means I talk about it occasionally. <laughs> See, I talk about it uh, both to my coworkers who ask, who know I'm engaged and are looking for any way to just have a pleasant conversation with me. Uh, mm. And I also talk to it to my family and Liz, who uh, ask me questions uh, about colors and flowers, and I try my best to have an opinion about them. Absolutely wild. You talk to people outside of your family? I try not to, but they keep, they keep bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. See, I go to work and I can barely get my boss to talk to me. Now that's an issue. Uh, well, he's he's a very busy man who's always talking to someone. Sure, but there should be some amount of time made for his employees. That is true. And the problem is, I'm not a fan of talking during the morning meeting because my mentality on it is, well, I don't want to waste everyone else's time with my questions. I just need to talk to this one man. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Also, I'm not good at like saving my questions for the next day. I'm always <laughs> like, I need an answer right now or I can't do anything else. And Sometimes then I get an that's true, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, typically, it's true at least for the project that I'm working on. It's like, oh. Well, now I need to know if I can move forward with this. And the answer is usually yes, but I'd like to get a confirmation before I do. Real quick, uh, did the podcast listening audience know that you're going to be a father a second time over yet? Or did we casually drop that? uh, Atta baby eats a boy. Hey, like that one commercial that I literally don't remember. I just know it because the The McElroy's reference it all the time. Yeah, uh, same. I think I have a vague memory of it, but that's all. Like, I cannot give you any specifics. Just in case we have... Yeah, John's having another child. It's a We're boy. We're having a boy. It was the revealed. The reveal was yesterday. Yes. This is the thing where we, we're already telling people, like, okay, so, like, first month of pregnancy. I'm thinking we gotta wait till, like, second trimester to tell anyone, just in general. Mm. And she was like, oh, I already told everyone. And by that, I'm exaggerating. She had just told all of her family. But yeah. I I feel like I found out fairly early because uh, your (laughs) baby is scheduled to come out of Lizzie's womb 
like two weeks before my wedding and you and Lizzie are both in my my wedding party. Yeah, the uh, new baby drops during your wedding. <laughs> Did I tell, I think I told Lizzie, but I don't know if I ever talked to you about it. Uh, one of Liz's bridesmaids is also pregnant and is due like three days after the wedding. Yeah, yeah, uh, you had mentioned and apparently Liz took that as a challenge. It's a race. <laughs> it's biologically that's not very fair to liz's friend elaine but uh i'm still a fan of it because it's very funny to me see the joke was to my knowledge oh it's just who gives birth first and then i found out that the actual joke to liz was who can give birth first or quickest at the wedding oh no please don't do that well i mean you can't control it but if I could choose whether you, whether your wife and uh, my future wife's friend Elaine gave birth at my wedding, I would choose them not to. I'll say that much. How about that? Uh, fair, fair. <laughs> Very reasonable. Also, I found out that my boss is pregnant and also giving birth in October. So Boy, something's howdy. happening. That's so, so many babies. Yeah, I feel bad from my... I'm on like a four-person team, uh, so half of us will be gone for, you know, the first half of November, which is... Sucks for the other two, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll I'm going to honeymoon. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is ostensibly a podcast about cars, but not those cars. So, uh, what would a wedding be like but cars, John? All right, so we've talked about a ring before. We talked about it. What is a ring? It's hubcap. It's maybe hubcap. a specific kind of tire. Who knows? Ooh, but get, actually, John, mm-hmm. I'm sure you were about to suggest something vis-a-vis a ring. But I just had a thought. What if the wedding ring is a specific? I'm blanking on the name. Like nut, like lug nut, like a specific lug nut holding the hubcap in. Yep. That would also be very good because uh, typically I think there are six, uh, so like it's fingers. almost like fingers. Yes, and one just one of them's gold, and it would be easy and visible to see mm-hmm. uh, for people who wanted to hit on them. Man, we figured it out. That's what wedding rings is. Mm-hmm. Whoa, a fox just crossed the street outside my window. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I I didn't know there were foxes that lived by my house. You know, uh, when you said that, I immediately thought of a fox just like in a yard. And then I realized, oh, that's not a thing. I live in a very urban area. <laughs> yeah, I like there's grass around you, I'm sure. But yeah. like, you got to look for it. Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying before I made my incredible snap judgment on lug nuts being ring- wedding rings? I don't know if it counts as snap judgment because we did talk about that in our episode about it. Lug nuts specifically or just the hubcap? Lug nuts. Ah, darn. Oh, well. It's, man, here's the thing. We've talked about so much on this podcast, which you have to when you've got a podcast that's been on for 150 hours. Oh, 150 man. hours of us just talking. <laughs> this is episode 150. Congrats to us. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've talked about that and we've talked about if, okay, so anyone hears about our podcast, they got the question, oh, well, have you talked about, yes. Yeah. Uh, if you try a bit hard, you can find something we haven't talked about, but your first four or five, yeah, we've talked about it. Yeah. Uh, but so I am a man who has, uh, some insecurities that, are only sated in a very dumb, like, specific way. Uh, I need compliments from strangers to think that a thing is true about me. Mm. Because if a person who cares about me says it, maybe they're saying it because they care about me. But if a stranger says it, if a stranger goes out of their way to tell you something nice about you, then you know that's true. Or at least you know they mean it. And boy, howdy. Uh... It does not affect me at all wearing a wedding ring. That is to say that the amount of people who flirted with me before and since has not changed. And it's like two a year. 
And it's always like, uh, here's the unfortunate thing, like a friend, which makes it sad, yeah. or uh, a, an aggressive flirting stranger. <laughs> and I love that. But yeah. like also, bold choice. Yeah. Have I told you the story of the time I went to someone's wedding and then the after party and someone decided to flirt with me by being just very upfront about it? I don't think and you I have, non- no. Okay, so I go to the after party and there is some really good wine and I have quite a few drinks. And apparently, I think I was I was told this by one of the uh, people who got married or maybe even... Uh, I think it may have been Dana who told me, but there was someone who was like counting my drinks. Oh God! And not in the like judgy way of sure. like, oh, that's been that's number six, John. You got to slow down. But apparently, in the is it time to shoot my shot way? Yeah. So that was what the oh God was about. Yeah. So I go out into the back of their like a garage which is a really nice like setup where it's that's the party event space and uh i sit like on uh, a swinging i don't know what it's swinging bench i guess and uh and then this nice lady comes out and she sits next to me and then not next to me <laughs> she just places her legs on top of me mm. and i don't know how to handle that and i've had quite a few drinks so i'm like i cannot react to this in a in an appropriate way i don't know how to handle things right now so what i do is i think i just say oh what is someone calling for me and i just walk away and that's why they call you john cameron smooth moves bishop absolutely uh, uh and <laughs> i think i went and i got my wife and i was like hey uh could you just like follow me sure <laughs> for the night <laughs> and that did help i think i uh, gotta imagine uh your wife <laughs> one of my like top 10 favorite people in the world for all of the things I love about her, is one of the most jealous and ter- territorial people I have ever met in my life. Yeah, yeah. And uh, occasionally, as in this story, that is very helpful. Sure. No, yeah. It can uh, come in handy. I think, I think I got up the strength of conviction to, at one point, be like, so yeah, how are you? I'm good. Uh, my wife is also good. <laughs> Like, the most overt, like, oh, I'm making an effort to mention my wife so that I don't have to say, stop flirting with me, please. Because here's the thing. Here's I the love thing. people showing me positive attention in that way. Sure. Who but doesn't? I am very bad at setting boundaries as a person. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's not a great combo. Yeah. Uh, and I never... I have no grasp on when people like me Mm. i hope because uh there have been two or three situations as i mentioned before where friends will just be flirting with me and i won't know it and uh as a woman as a as a territorial wife uh my wife handles it so well (laughs) by (laughs) trying to restrain the urge to just i don't know she's not a fighty person but I feel like there's a side of her that wants to get into a uh, a fisticuffs match with anyone. Like, not a, not a, I'm going to punch you, like a, hey, uh, pistols at dawn. Almost defending her honor kind of energy. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not a, I'm going to sucker punch you. It's not a, I'm a violent person. It's a, you have offended my honor. I will have satisfaction. That's actually, yeah, I, I completely jive with that. Yeah. And, uh, boy, howdy, I guess, I don't know if this is accurate, but I feel like if in any way I'm a himbo, it would be that (laughs) of the, like, wait, what? She likes me? Oh, no. (laughs) There are things that I don't get, and people liking me is one of them. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. 
uh it's tough mm-hmm. but yeah i'm engaged so we got a, a whole bunch of stuff going on so i can tell you all kinds of stuff that you have to think about when you get married also john has fully been married so he can tell you all those things too mm-hmm. uh, uh here's one thing that is unfortunate uh as a person i like to think of myself as creative and artistic but societal norms so because of that i was not a major component when it comes to making the decisions for my wedding Mm -hmm. which if you attended you would not understand because you'd assume that i definitely was because my wife a wonderful person she is is this i don't want this to sound like a criticism but (laughs) phrase it well then man (laughs) she is more than happy to sacrifice for what she assumes will make other people happy. Yeah, okay, yeah. If she knows you like something, she will make the assumption that you will like theming the entire wedding that the two of you are going to share after the thing that you like and not necessarily the things that she likes. So we had a superhero wedding and she likes superheroes, but as she has confessed herself, she mostly likes it because she's with me. Yeah. And I don't mean that as, like, she'll drop them as soon as anything happens. It's more that because of me, she was introduced to them in a way that she has grown to like them. Yeah. Uh, but because of that, she decided the wedding's theme was going to be superheroes. Which, it was lovely and all that. But, like, bold choice for also, well, he doesn't need to be a part of the decision making. Yeah. And here's another part of it. Stereotypes and all that. I'm going to go ahead and say something that, again, I got to be careful about, but I'm not going to treat all that carefully. Uh, If there is like a a somewhat generic stereotype, there's a good chance it applies to me and my wife. And that's just an unfortunate reality. Sure. Uh, So like. Her mother and her sisters, they were of the mindset of, yeah, we don't need to involve him. He doesn't need to be a part of all that. Yeah. That... Uh, so there's the mentality of that. Yeah. And I hope that in the Cars world and in your world, Lucas, that is not the case. Yeah, it's Unless, been a... of course, everyone wants it to be. Sure. It's been a pretty collaborative uh, process. I will say I myself am falling into the uh, stereotype. more often than i want to of liz will ask me my opinion on something and i will stare at at two images that look exactly the same to my eyes for 10 full minutes and say i don't know this one and she'll say well i like this one i say great we should do that one and she's still she'll say but you like that one i said hey straight up i just sort of picked one lucas can i teach you a, a little trick here Sure. It's the phrase, well, let me see them again. Mm, that's good. That's actually really good. <laughs> well, let me see them again. You look at them both and be like, no, you're right. You're now right. That that's you definitely it, better. Uh, make sure they've mentioned something about it and be like, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh, now that you mention it, it's going to go great with the doilies. Yes, I, did, I, I didn't consider the doilies. Uh, God, I consider the doilies. On the other hand, I have been having a lot of fun. I got to design our uh, save the date, which was fun for me. Nice, nice. Lovely, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, I hope it doesn't shake out that way on in the Cars verse. I imagine specifically in the Cars verse, it probably would because A, they their world reflects ours. And in B, a stereotypical way. Yes, it reflects it in the way, you know, movies do, which is mm-hmm. stereotypically. <laughs> it not only reflects, but amplifies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so probably. And that gets me because you think about the the situation where one of them's supposed to wear a tux, the other one's supposed to wear a dress, and the, the, the stereotype or the, the situation that's supposed to be around that is, oh, it takes so much time and prep and energy to get the uh the bride to be all pampered up and dolled up and then the guy just shows up in a a tux hopefully without visible scars or bruising because of the night before uh 
And I imagine that that's going to be somehow present, even though it's just a new paint job for both of them. I will say, and this is something that was certain to come up at some point, we have fully seen a full episode of television dedicated to what Cars weddings are like. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the problem with that is that we have to assume that uh, Mato is not the stereotypical bride. And I mean, it. the entire episode, you know, leads us to think that. Absolutely, because stereotype for bride is that she's in prep all all day, every day. And then like the day of, she's the one that's like, oh, I hope nothing goes wrong. And then her bridesmaids are all like, we're going to make sure nothing goes wrong and nothing delays the wedding. And in a true motto fashion, she is the thing that's uh, delaying the wedding. But Has yeah, something occurred? Yeah, Liz just got home from yoga. Ah, nice. Hi, I Liz. wish I could do yoga. Hello? John says hello. She does uh, aerial yoga, like on aerial silks, you know? What's a silk? Like a silk, like those, oh, like, yeah. shoot, that is far more intense. Yeah, I think today was like a normal one on the ground. Restorative yoga, was that what it was? Oh, fascinating. Is she getting, like, friggin' shredded? I think so. It's cool. Uh, uh, but anyway. Now, I'm the... a person who's somewhat into fitness and yeah. also uh, likes to be afraid and is afraid of heights. But I don't think I could do that. I think, like, how high off the ground do you ever get? Like, a foot or two, Liz? You get higher? Yeah, but, um... Cool. I'm gonna come in. Yeah. So the, the... It's at your... It's essentially, like, right here is where the silk hangs. Like, at your waist? So, like, when you push it down, you want it right there. Sure. So, which is high enough for you to flip up center without hitting your head. It gives you about a foot above your head. And then you also, like, go up in it. So you'll be standing in it, like... Yeah. You'll stand in it, and then you flip from standing sometimes. So, like... So pretty high. Four or five feet, sounds yeah. like to me. That's crazy. Boy, howdy. <laughs> I think I could do that uh, emotionally and mentally. I don't know physically. See, yeah, physically is a big issue for me. Also, the other ones, though. Mm-hmm. Boy, howdy. Man, seeing people do those flips and whatnot, it's impressive. But, like, whenever I've tried to do anything like that, can't do it. I... I have had to learn a lesson about myself as a person. And that is, I, like, physicality does not come natural to me, period. Uh, If it's catching something, I get in my head, I guess, and I just can't. I'm all thumbs, which you'd think would be great because thumbs are very versatile, but no. Mm. (laughs) I'm bad at catching. I'm bad at anything that requires coordination. I have almost no balance other than like being able to stand the other day i think it was yesterday uh my big old brother decided to come come to my house and then someone mentioned uh getting someone's feet out from underneath them and then he decided i'm gonna do it i'm gonna throw my brother onto the ground and for the first time i can recall ever he did not succeed hey good job it was a triumph yeah, and for that... those of you curious, he is uh, six foot four. I am five ten. But I mean, even if that's reversed, just getting one up on your older brother physically is. Yeah. Chef's chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. I know all about that. Well, yeah. I don't because I. <laughs> it's exceedingly rare that it happens with me and Ben. But. Well, I also imagine that Ben didn't used to like, uh, <laughs> do the stereotype of. I'm going to step on you and then loogie down and suck it back up. He didn't do that in particular, but we were probably more physical than you would imagine the two of us would be. I Uh, I would not imagine you two being very physical, I gotta admit. Yeah. Like, not crazy, but like, we'd wrestle and stuff. Uh, Yeah. uh, I once tried to fist fight Joey over who gets the top bunk, because he always got the bottom, and I was like, well, I want it at least once. And he was like, no. No. So I tried to fight him, and then he just 
defeated me whole whole hand and i was like yeah. okay you win this time and then that was it and then you did your training montage and then from there he still won oh well, that's a shame but i don't know what it is but joey's torso has got some weird strength to it huh? yeah yeah i didn't want to like actually risk either of us getting hurt but i did want to fight him and that just becomes grappling, which means if you got core strength, you're good. Yeah, the the game's over. But John, mm-hmm. I don't know how brides get prettied up when they're cars. Well, uh, one thing you can do is a nice wax buffer. Get a oh, nice cleaning, nice. you dry it, and then you do a nice wax buffer. And uh, you get a good gloss on that, a good finish, and man, your car looks brand new. And I think... I may be remembering this wrong, but I think there is a photograph of uh, Lizzie and Stanley on their wedding day. Uh, and she, and she has... has fully been painted white. I just remember, like, the headdress. She also has that, but I just pulled it up. She has also fully been painted white. Nice. Which, for a Model T, is very impressive. Mm-hmm. They are famously only one color. Yeah. Man, I'm sure you've heard it, but if you haven't, I want you to know that Gigi has been uh, screen crying for the past, like, 20 minutes. Sure. And uh, I don't think you can tell this, but one thing that's adorable and interesting about her screen cry is she's got, like, a Seth Rogen uh, undertone to it, (laughs) and it's great. (laughs) <laughs> but it's also so strange. Huh. I imagine it would be. I probably I don't think I can make that out, but uh you've painted a good word picture for me, John. I'll say that. There's definitely like a growling element to it. Okay, yeah. Okay. I think I see what you're saying. I don't I, I don't hear the Rogan, but I mm-hmm. god, I wish I did. Uh you don't hear the Kong? Well, I wouldn't know yet. I I haven't partaken quite yet. Me either. And I have seen the Dungeons and Dragons movie, which is fantastic. I have not watched more than like one movie in a movie theater in the past like year, and maybe two in the past two years. Well, what changed roughly two years ago, John? <laughs> well, it was about two and a half to three now, right? Yeah, because it started in like november before it actually got serious in the next february and march (laughs) boy howdy man can you believe it's over no i mean it's fully not but it officially is (laughs) oh boy i was going to say that a good wedding present for me would be the the stanley and lizzie wedding die casts but i looked it up on ebay and the cheapest i could find them for is 300 dollars. so don't do that i don't think i have to tell you to not do that because of you know you being a sane human being Uh but don't don't do i don't want someone to spend 300 dollars on cars toys for me even if they're thematically appropriate uh here's here's a problem with that is Out of box, I think I found them for less. Okay. Now we're talking. Let's say don't get into triple figures on cars. Cars diecasts for me. Fair enough. That that's that's my rule, because then I start to feel bad. Oh boy. Uh, there's some wear and tear on these ones. But hey, sometimes when you're collecting, you gotta go for the the ones that aren't quite mint condition if you're going on a budget and just say I I wanted the Vaporeon. I wish I hadn't said Vaporeon because of the memes. Uh, <laughs> I wanted the Eevee. Uh, so I just got the one that has a little bit of white on the back, you know? You know of the Vaporeon memes, correct? Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Oh, you didn't. They're the worst in the entire world. Uh, so you said it and I was like, I gotta know. I'm assuming it's this. It is. Oh no. I will say someone did 
uh, an AI of Tucker Carlson's voice uh, doing that whole speech, uh, which is the only one of those I've enjoyed. <laughs> okay, so you look up Vaporeon meme, and the fourth result, like, suggestion from Google is just the word lube. Oh, Christ. <laughs> That sucks. That sucks hey so much. Right, so, uh, for our listening audience, I'm going to read you the image that is just uh, right on my screen right now. It's, hey guys, did you know that in terms of male, human, and female Pokemon breeding, Vaporeon is the most compatible Pokemon for humans? <laughs> what? There's a longer version that details why, but I don't want you to read that on our podcast in which we... Is it Try this 4chan post? Probably. Don't read it, please. <laughs> okay, but I will mention it. I just, a brief skim, the word nipples is in it. Okay. Uh... All right. So weddings. Yes. What are you going to do? Nothing about cars. <laughs> We've gone for almost 40 minutes. Uh let's see you get all dolled up you get nice and waxed where do you go from there you go get your picture took and that's probably just normal i don't know Mm -hmm. why okay how would they like hold each other romantically like in the wedding pictures you always see well what would be some romantic poses for stanley and lizzie uh, on their wedding day when they are getting their wedding Durago types or whatever. Apparently it's uh, both of them facing center uh, and looking, well, one of them's looking at the camera, one's looking off into the distance and both just smiling. Seems romantic. Yeah, and it seems like it. that's a, a very like old style picture to mm-hmm. take, but like what else could they do? <laughs> All right, so let's think of some wild and crazy pictures that people take nowadays. Yeah. There's one that I've seen, don't know what's going on there, as uh, Kim Kardashian laying on just an absolutely jacked dude doing like a push-up. And if cars were to do that, it wouldn't seem like laying is the problem. Yeah, okay. I'm ca- I'm getting your drift. Sort of a, of a Porion situation. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the only one I could think of that they could feasibly like pose in a cute way is one on top of the other. But I yeah, guess you're right. nudging each other from the side. Yeah, they they can sort of like angle their their face parts together, mm-hmm. and they can kiss. I get. Have we ever seen a on screen cars kiss? I wish, but I don't think so. God, John wishes every day of his life. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing I could wish for, one thing, it would not be that, for sure. Uh, but if I had 300,000 wishes, that might be one. Just yeah. because I've got too many. Yeah, you can cover a lot of ground with a single wish. Uh, mm-hmm. If you are like myself and presumably John, think too much about what you would wish for if a genie gave you wishes. Uh, the power to, uh, power to bend reality to my whim. Uh, I think my first wish would be a ch- a kind of general like for you not to make my other wishes backfire, kind of I- any of my wishes backfire. I wish for all of my wishes to be as intended rather than as written. Uh, to be not intended to teach me a lesson about something. <laughs> I don't want any paws of monkeys. Because I worry about that. That's more what I worry about than wasting wishes is like wishing for something and like causing the basically doing the two wishes and having to undo the two wishes with my third wish because they've gone horribly awry, you know? Mm -hmm. Boy, howdy. Have you seen Bedazzled? I haven't. I don't know what that is. It is a movie where it's a ha ha, you get wishes, but they don't go so good. Except it's Brendan Fraser. Uh, Fraser, sorry, uh, Brendan Fraser, and uh, he basically is in love with a girl, and he wants to make wishes that will help him get the girl and the life that he wants and deserves. And uh, sounds like something always goes wrong, of course. But 
it's always like comedically changing his life uh for some reason one of his wishes is interpreted as make me into i think he wishes for wealth and what he gets is he is now the leader of a drug cartel ah uh so that's fun one of his other wishes is uh to be like i guess a famous uh sports star and (laughs) here's the weird thing uh, they make him into that, and then do you want to know what the genie's twist is? I can't think of it, so yeah, go ahead, Zoe. Tiny Wiener. Now that's not okay. That one's not. That's you, not. That... A, like that's not something people associate with that. It's not connected to playing sport. How do you get that from that? That's just one that that they they could do that for all of them, you know. Yeah. I guess like, I guess maybe there's the thing where steroids supposedly shrink your balls. Not even supposedly they they do they do uh, okay shrink your testicles. I I figured that was based in some science, but I didn't know it for sure, so I wanted to couch it a bit. Uh, I so have I... <laughs> uh, like many a person who goes to the gym, just been like, okay, like what are the downsides? And they're like, oh. <laughs> Uh, extreme and varied (laughs) yeah that seems to be about it so i guess that could be maybe what they were going for but no it seems like the genie was like ah no they've got a pretty airtight one on this one uh let's just throw a classic at him tiny wiener he didn't wish to not have a tiny wiener idiot and here's the best i can assume is that he is a giant when he is the sports star because he's playing basketball and he can dunk without jumping basically uh and i guess if i if i had to guess it's they make him a giant and don't change anything proportionally sure it's just that stays the same size which in that case like you gotta assume he's got a a regular size because like the statistics on that are all shot and strange and whatnot but i mean Here's a thought that I've had, and this is uncomfortable. And if you're a listener who doesn't want to hear my thoughts on uh, famous basketball players, Wang Doodles, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, in order to be a proportional human being, has to have a very large one. Sure. Just you have to assume that. Sure. Uh, I have no evidence to support that, but I just got to assume, especially because of the hilarious meme that isn't even a meme. It's just a picture of him and like his girlfriend at the time, and she was a very tiny woman. Ah. And that's the entire joke, is just putting them beside each other and being like, if you know, you know, which like, sure, but also like, gross. But maybe that's it. It's just a proportional thing. How did we get on that topic? Uh... You wish to see a car kissing uh, every night before you go to bed. And then we got on to genies. I did want to mention... Uh, and Vaporeon. Terms... Yes, Vaporeon. Yeah. Yes, unfortunately. Uh, uh, I did want to mention while we're talking about genie media. I haven't actually read this, but there's a comic series out right now called 8 Billion Genies that I've heard incredible things about. Uh, that's about if every single person in the world got their own personal genie in one wish. And how that goes very badly, very quickly. Hmm. How many people do you think could just be randomly given a wish and it not turn out terribly? Mm, Two. Two? Okay. (laughs) Two people in the world. And it's just one wish. Yeah. All right. But Uh, Okay. That there's a reason that humans don't have the power to alter reality to their whim. That's an objectively good thing. See, here's here's what I, I want to play like devil's advocate and like, well, the reason is because that's not possible. But like, morally, I hope it never happens. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess there's the argument of like, what if VR gets to the point where you can just have your own world? Sure, in that case, yeah. John, how does the car DJ spin the car records? <laughs> well, he just 
bends his body in cartoonish fashion and then just wiki wikis. I guess it would just be, there is a literal character named DJ, now that I think about it. And he uh, does it by having his uh, buttocks just move. I mean, but like, I'm thinking about it. And if I just had a cyborg at my wedding, like, who you could see, like, the innards of his jukebox steampunk core working to create all the records, that sounds sick as hell, actually. Absolutely. And uh, if you let me, which you shouldn't, sure. I would do it. Hey, Matt, how about this? If if it happens for an unrelated reason, then sure. But okay. D- don't make it happen to yourself for my wedding. How about that? Okay, okay. See, I could just go like half-hearted about it and make a, a robot suit that just makes me look like a cyborg. No, you have to be a real cyborg. Well, People could tell. Here's one thing I will say. I do have some extra space in my chest. That's true. I gotta hold a fill. I would argue you have... <laughs> actually less extra space in your chest than most people well i've got extra space in the like the front end is dented and you can fill that dent with a subwoofer yeah you've got extra space in between your chest and like your your clothes but less less space than most in your actual body yeah my body is definitely a bit compressed (laughs) If I die at 50, no one's going to be suspicious. <laughs> Deeply sad, man. Uh, uh, but yeah, so we've solved DJ. Cake is cake. I We're going to figure this. Liz, what are other things we're doing for the wedding that can be carified? Lucas, you didn't, you didn't make it gross, though. Cake? Stripper cake. Oh, at the bachelor party. I thought... <laughs> It's like, I don't really think people do stripper cakes at weddings, John. Well, they do stripper cakes because of weddings. Okay, sure, sure. So let, let, let's fully pivot to the bachelor bachelorette party here. Good call. All right. Uh, okay. What's the thing? What is the bachelorette shape that everything is? Because it can't just be a headlight. Yeah, I mean, we've exhaust up- pipe. <laughs> That's an anus. Uh, <laughs> it's not like we haven't come up to what's the penis before, John. Mm-hmm. What's uh, the penis? But what is the sexual organ that is the funny thing everything's made of at a party? I mean, what yeah. funny shape is there for a car that is also genitals? Headlights feel very boobs to me. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, uh, it's not funny when Bachelor Party has boobs. It's funny when Bachelorette Party has straw penis. And it kind of is. That's mm-hmm. the issue. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Only thing I could come up with, and this doesn't make sense, because it's part of like a, a gas station. <laughs> But the fuel pump is the only thing I'm coming up with that feels penisy. Okay, but I definitely get it, and I'm yeah. for it. Yeah, for sure. All right, it's just all artificial insemination. Sure, uh, <laughs> or vibrator. That's true. I like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I like that. Maybe it may have been strong language. <laughs> In retrospect, but you can can't take it back now. We did mention strippers, John. What mm-hmm. horrors are they in the cars first? How, what are they taking off? Unfortunately, we do know it's convertibles because of honkers. That's true. From that deleted scene, yeah, uh, and and from the uh, sign that's actually in the the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, honkers would make you think that they're just flashing their headlights or maybe they're the type of car that their headlights just pop out uh but no it's convertibles and what's in there that's that is horrifying. so sexy is the it the squishy, squishy bit, bit? Oh, it's the squishy like bit for sure <laughs> well, that sucks how do they how do they make a show out of it 
Uh, Seems like they... It's not about what you show, it's about how you show it. Sure. So maybe they've just got a bunch of layers of convertible tops that just keep keep coming off a little bit, but some of them have little windows in it. I'm thinking it's just a really slow reveal while you're, like, doing some sort of dance routine. So, okay. So what I'm imagining, we... What we have described in my head, that is a sexual strip tease in the Cars verse, is like a convertible doing donuts while it's while its convertible top very slowly converts. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe some like a ratatataz with some good old tire movement. Oh, if they're into the tires, they gotta pay extra. Uh mm-hmm. You want to be, oh no, I can't even, what is it called when you have like the tire tread on the road? I can only think of something terrible. And a I'm thinking, skid mark? I'm thinking skid mark. Is that what that is? I mean, that's a word for it, yeah. Because like, as a man with a young child, I think skid mark and I think poop mark. No, yeah. Uh, and if you want that, you gotta pay even more extra. Uh, this sucks. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, let, let's. Uh, for your bachelor party, we played laser tag. How would laser tag work? Exactly the same. Uh, basically the same as Finn McMissile does. It's just a thing that either pops out of you or is attached to you. I guess. Yeah. You just got like a cool laser that someone else suction cups to the side of you. Now, I'm imagining it would either be really, really cool because they're high-speed vehicles just, you know, drifting all over the place, going at top speed, you know, around corners, or the arenas haven't changed that much and they have to just sort of inch around in them and they're giants, so they always get hit immediately. Uh, And I don't know which is funnier and better to me. To make it dumb fun, I like the idea of tiny little targets on the body Ooh, that okay that would help with the with the games being just horrible absolutely or maybe this is a, a dumb fun thing that i like what if it's just you drive around trying not to get hit by like a laser that's strobing around i think they're like making places like that now i've been seeing TikToks of them so fun like it i've does. seen one where it's like okay uh here's an ad you gotta step on the tiles i just got hit with the strongest like yawn like oh you're doing it right now and it just happened and my mouth just agape Amen. and that was almost scary because like i didn't get a choice in that matter no judgment here uh but Man, it looks so fun because it's like, oh, here's the wall. Here's the entire floor of this giant room where you got to run with your friends. And I haven't seen like the actual location and I'm sad. And I hope it doesn't end up like one of the smashing rooms because the smashing room was a little fun. But also it's just like, all right, uh, go in there. Be safe. Here's all your safety equipment that you're required to wear legally. Uh, You get a safety bat and some other tools and you get 12 bottles that you have to hit from a either a distance. Everyone gets behind this wall. Uh, everything safety regulation. Like I came here to break stuff and be dumb and you're making me think and be safe. And I don't like it, <laughs> which I imagine if they didn't, they'd get sued out the wazoo immediately. immediately. Yeah, of they, course. They, they would open their doors and then immediately be injuncted or whatever the yeah. legal term is. Absolutely. And that's that is what would happen. Sure. That is the world we live in and it's not a bad thing. Yeah. That that is a, like safety is something people care about. But it's not but, a bad thing that you were disappointed either, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like it's fair to want to break stuff like there's no tomorrow, but also you can't just break stuff like there's no tomorrow. You, if you want to do that, do it in the in the confines of your own home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, please be safe about it. Yeah, that's like true. Th- we're gonna absolve ourselves of anything. Like, 
don't do it is the official stance of the podcast. Oh, yeah, also, I was not advocating you do that. <laughs> do whatever you want because you are a free person. It is the opinion of the podcast that you should not break stuff ever. Unless for some reason you have to. Sure. They also have uh, in those ads like laser grids where you have to like sneak through like you're in a heist movie. Oh, that sounds so good. Which seems pretty cool. Uh, so we've done Bachelor Bachelorette Party. We've done Photographer, DJ. Uh, I can't think of anything interesting to say about the ceremony whatsoever. Flower Girl? Flower Ring Girl. Bearer. Uh, uh, tell you this right now. I knew this would happen. It did happen. I had a ring bearer. Had the uh, key on the thing. And uh, I knew that somehow, some way, ring was going to fall. It sure. fell. Yeah. Picked it up. Perfectly fine. Uh, now, if I were a car, like, yeah. what of their hands, man? Okay, let's back up just a little bit. Yeah. Because uh, we've said the ring is the lug nut. Uh, I'm very excited about the fact that they got a... <laughs> get like a high whatever those things are that they use in the pit stops that go uh, and take it off and put a new one on uh, which is very funny to me Mm -hmm. but yeah if the lug nut falls off of the padded cushion onto the ground I guess you just hope you have some forklift friends who can take a minute and a few tries (laughs) and maybe just push it up next to the bride Mm-hmm. See, that's one thing that I'm thinking about this whole situation is that that's one thing you cannot do the same way exactly in this world is that you don't put the ring on your uh, bride. Someone else does it. It's just, yeah, you got a crew for that. Uh, maybe the efficient is always a forklift because any working stiff is always a forklift. Uh... Not to... Uh say anything against any church but like i wouldn't consider most uh members of the church to be working stiffs yeah that's fair uh they're certainly not blue collar as a matter of fact they literally oftentimes have white collars uh Mm -hmm. and here's the thing that is a white collar job right there that uh ai is not gonna take (laughs) but okay I'm not going to advocate for AI taking anyone's jobs. But AI officiated wet, uh, wedding sounds awesome. I was more thinking AI just... Uh, uh, this is really showing how long it's been since I've been to a church service. Yes, uh, an AI-generated church service. I would go once <laughs> just to yeah. see what's up. Oh, boy, howdy. It takes reddit half a second to make it the worst thing see just the the worst the thing is if you i bet if you just asked uh chat gpt like hey write me a homily or whatever it's called (laughs) uh, i don't remember what a homily is i just sort of said a word uh but to, to write like a church service i bet it'd do a pretty good job it's good at things yeah yeah, it is a religious discourse that is intended primarily for spiritual edification rather than doctrinal instruction. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it's performative rather than instructional. Oh, man. Yeah, I actually had chat GPT open because I wanted to go through the episode ideas it gave us last time to see if mm-hmm. any were actually good and we should use them. Yeah. Uh, and I told it to write a homily and I'm not going to read it, but. I'm glancing through it. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's got a like it's got a lot of weird strong convictions, uh, religious fervor, I would say. <laughs> oh boy. Man, AI taking that position and doing people's weddings means that my likelihood of ever being the officiant at someone's wedding is going to be even smaller. Man, that would be really cool. I would love to do it. Hey, if you're having a wedding and you want your favorite podcast host uh, to do it, uh, Lucas hasn't volunteered yet, but I will. I'll I'll step up and 
take his place. I'm doing whatever the opposite of volunteering is. Opting out, I'll call it that. Uh, preemptive refusal. Yes, that's a better... T- Thank you, John. <laughs> All right. Was it so, Mackenzie yeah. who wanted to officiate my wedding that you told me? <laughs> I think her stance was something akin to uh, presuming that she'd be able to and just saying, oh, yeah, I'll do it. So not presuming we'd ask, but presuming she'd be good at it. Is that sort of the vibe? Uh, not thinking that you would ask, but assuming that you would be okay with her just assuming the responsibility. Ah. Okay, sure. Not uh, sure. Mackenzie, I've cut this out, but if I haven't, you're not officiating our wedding. I love you The answer much. is no. <laughs> if John doesn't get to do it, then you definitely don't get to do it. I'm I, like at least eighth in line. Those weren't my words, but sure. Uh, <laughs> All right, Lucas, true facts. Am I at least eighth in line? Okay, sure, I'll do this. Uh, so the person we actually have officiating is obviously first in line. Then I gotta assume Ben is like number he's up three. There. Yeah, he, he's up there somewhere high. Uh, now know. here's one weird. I feel like your dad would do a good job, but I don't feel like you'd be comfortable with it. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing about Liz's dad. I think he would do a good job, but I don't think we would want him to do it. Man, the problem with uh, both of us being uh, with someone named Liz is that my immediate knee-jerk reaction is, Liz doesn't have a dad. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll say probably top five. I'll give you that. Yes! All right, I'll take it. Good for you, man. <laughs> Congrats, I guess. Good I guess. day. Good day. It's it's one of those things where like shouldn't be as important to me as it is, but it is. You don't get to choose sometimes what's important to you. Uh, yeah, that's an important lesson to learn. It's important to, if it's not harmful, just be, just roll with it. It's it's good to know yourself and yeah. accept yourself in certain ways. And I accept that for some reason, I want to be an officiant at someone's wedding. And just knowing that people are okay with the idea of it down the line it's pretty good yeah i think you would do a fine job i think you would well how would you feel about djing a wedding uh honestly much worse yeah simply because uh great about it either as far as giving monologues in front of an audience i've got a lot of experience with that uh in terms of uh comp trolling almost none I'm not sure that word means what what you meant it to mean just there, but I don't know enough to refute it outright, so I'll just say that. Uh, Uh, I'm using it to uh, be in reference to whatever... uh, Shoot. It is Davis. Okay, I don't know why it felt wrong to say Jeff Davis. Well, it's because it's Jeff B. Davis. Uh, He has... Well, he is the comptroller for... uh, harmontown and that's kind of something he like does he's like he's not the host but he's the guy that let's move this along let's introduce this Mm -hmm. guest and whatnot uh but the thing is the reason he goes by comptroller is because it's harmontown and he's supposed to be the government official the comptroller sure except uh from what i'm told or what i understand it is controller which is dumb that is dumb I'm pretty sure that they're an accountant, though, is what I was getting at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but any sort of, like, uh, hosting or mm. DJing experience, I don't have it. I've I've got, at best, like, on a few road trips, I have been the guy like, okay, what does everyone listen to right now? I mean, I did that for Mackenzie's wedding, and I didn't have any real experience, but... to to her credit mckenzie was like here's a spotify playlist play this call the people to go get their food in order by table and at some point we're doing the shoe game here are a list of questions and i said great wow that sounds perfect for me oh yeah like i I was wrote instructions i am golden oh for sure yeah i was worried about it and then it was fine so Mm -hmm. that that's a lot of my life honestly and uh, if you want Lucas to do that for your wedding, uh, I can vouch that he did a good job. He was there. That's true. I did call your table at some point. Mm-hmm. And we did eat. 
man. I'm great at it. Have we said enough about weddings and cars to call it an episode? Probably not. Absolutely not. We're uh, going to do it anyway, though. Uh, Lucas, we yeah. got one last thing okay. that we need to talk about. I'm ready. All right. This is a, a touchy subject. Sure. Uh, it's it's some hard-hitting stuff. Uh, did you know this is... I don't know why I haven't introduced it. This is my fun fact of the day. Oh, great. Uh, Lucas, I'm going to have you guess. Guess the place that made uh, gay marriage legal first worldwide in like a uh, oh, national worldwide. sense. I was so ready to say Vermont. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have no idea, actually. All right, but if you had to guess... It's going to be, I would guess, some European country, maybe uh, one of the Nordic countries. Norway is what I'll say for some reason. Mm-hmm. If if mm-hmm. Norwegians are famously homophobic, sorry, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't think they are also. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the thing. Uh, the place that is uh, the first, like, okay, here's how it's described by the guardian uh first country to legalize gay marriage by popular vote this is what i'm saying mm. a fun fact of the day a first country to legalize gay marriage by popular vote is of course well known for homophobia due to being extremely catholic ireland i knew that actually for some reason yeah uh, Gosh, dar- i thought of it and then i thought no that doesn't make sense which I'm uh, sorry to any Irish listeners. Good for you. Yeah. Good on you, Ireland. Uh, that's good on you. That is a fun uh, fact. It's incredibly sad that it was as as recent as it was. That's true. I think it was 2015. Just like a year before America. I'm, I am looking at it. Uh... I've Googled timeline of, well, I've Googled first country, and then I'm on the Wikipedia page timeline of same-sex marriage. And according to this, the Netherlands legalized it nationally in 2001, which good for them. Ooh, uh, nice. Maybe just not by a popular, popular vote. vote. You know? yeah. Okay, that's, I'm thinking that's the distinction, because including that in the title of is by popular vote just means that like everyone was like, okay, uh, we're just going to make it legal. And even though the vote doesn't have it as popular, uh, it's the right thing to do. Hey, here we go. Number seven, Norway. Good for me. Hey, I'm great. Good nice. for the Norwegians. When was it in America? Uh, it was Because I said 2016. Yeah, and that it was felt we wrong college. Because that sounds like the worst year ever. Yeah, that's true. For uh, reasons. No, people know the reasons. Uh, yeah, it was while we were in college. I want to say 2015. Let me scroll down. Yeah, 2015. All right. So Ireland just barely beat us to it. Mm, what are you going to do? All right. Boy, howdy. And that's, of course, by popular vote. But yeah, congratulations, Ireland. And congratulations, uh, Norway. And the Netherlands. Who and the, the Netherlands. Actual- Again, according to this Wikipedia article, the first to do it. Well, uh, the thing is, the Netherlands, like, of course it was the Netherlands. Am I right? We have opinions about them. Uh... We have such strong opinions. Uh, They (laughs) exist, and I don't know uh, if that's the one where they have a bunch of different names for their things. I get so confused about the Netherlands and Holland and Denmark and... And Danish Danes, the Dutch. What anyway. a Dutchie is. Because that's not related, but it feels like it should be. Yeah, it's that, is that, that's what like a duke and a duchess oversee, right? Yeah, like they preside yeah. over a duchy. Uh, but doesn't have anything to do with the Dutch specifically. I only know that because I tried out Crusader Kings once, the video mm-hmm. game. And it deeply, deeply confused me. And I was like, I could see myself also becoming deeply obsessed with this. So and political marriages are a big part. Yeah, Bringing no, it yeah. back. Uh, Crusader Kings. It's 
from my experience, pretty interesting. No, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I was at the point where I wasn't obsessed with it and I wasn't getting it. And I was like, it's probably best that I keep it that way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I played like an hour. I'm like, if I want to enjoy this, I have to do the thing that will get me to the point where I will enjoy it too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So instead, I recently bought a Miu Mini Plus, and I'm hoping that doesn't become a problem. A what? What is it? A Miu Mini Plus. It's a retro uh, gaming system, and as best as I can describe it, it's like a super Game Boy. That sounds sick, man. Yeah. I wanted the Miu Mini, but they were really popular and sold out immediately, and because it's a custom screen size, Mm. they couldn't do it anymore. Man, I will say also, technology is the easiest thing in the world to upsell me on. Mm -hmm. Boy, howdy. Well, I think that is where we'll end it. Yeah, that's an episode of a podcast if I've ever heard one. Hopefully Uh, uh, all the things we cut out won't take too much time off of this episode. And if they did, I don't know. It's our podcast. And Subscribe to our Patreon so you can get the juicy bits. Don't do that. We don't have one. Uh... Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it, especially when we don't talk that much about cars and mostly just tell stories about stuff that happened to in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to send us ideas of stuff to talk about, as I often say, clearly we need them and we always, always appreciate them. You can do so uh, by emailing us uh, at the chat. Uh, Sorry, at thekachat at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us or DM us on Twitter, which is at thekachat. Now, John will say his part of the outro. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer. Yeah, you. You may now... Nope, I'm cool just the bride. <laughs>